All right. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Monday, March 13th, 2023. It's the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Joined by my co-host, Mr. Big Marcel. Apologies, guys. A few minutes late start here. We had some, uh, call them technical difficulties. Eh, Marcel? We'll call it te- technical difficulties. <laughs> yes, the time changed today. <laughs> but uh, someone in the chat talking about that. We got a couple guys in the chat, though. We got, we got our boy, Glenn. We got Joe. We got JPH. Marcel, forget the time. It wasn't Marcel. It wasn't Marcel. Something else happened. But uh, the thing is, like the 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 uh, the clocks on your phone change automatically, but not the one in your car. That's all I'm going to say about this. So, <laughs> but we're here now, Marcel. We're here and we're ready to go, ready to rock and roll. Um, we're going to break down, or excuse me, recap UFC Vegas, Las Vegas. We'll recap Bellator as well, Marcel. And I know you can't wait to do this, Marcel. We're going to be recapping Power Slap One. No, I'm, I'm just kidding, guys. We're not. We're not going. By the way, you saw the tweets were fake, right? You see that? It's just stupid, man. <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about this shit. Like, you don't even want to give it the time of day. I also see some. Listen, and I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but also some MMA reporters tweeting about it or posting about it. Got to do what you do yourself, but you kind of normalize it when you tweet about it or you're giving it any much attention. So I just chose to not give any much attention. You know, what I, mean? I, did, I didn't get a chance to watch the card, but I saw the highlights on like the Twitter. Because I mean, how could you miss it, right? <laughs> Tweeting the UFC uh, main account tweet, tweets about it. I mean, how horrible is it when Dana is likely already out of the building when Yannick against the really was busy I, because you had to attend power. I don't know. Like, how did even how did our boy Alex even get there in time? Like, he must have ran. We <laughs> got some more comments here. We got our boy Patrick in here. What's going on, man? We're doing good. Antoine's here. My favorite thing on Monday. See, that's that's why we do it, Antoine, because we love those comments. Power slot, Marcel will quit the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do oh – man, I can't wait for 286 break. Then what's next? But let's start with uh, UFC Las Vegas, Marcel, because yeah. that's uh, what happened on Saturday. So, you know what, man? I, I kind of had a feeling, Marcel, throughout the week. I'm like, you know what? Like, there's been so many favorites winning that we might have a card where there's, like, multiple upsets, and this was the card. There was a lot of upsets on this card. I think we maybe called like one or two of them, but like there was a few I didn't see coming, to be honest with you. Um, and start the main event, Marcel. Listen, like I thought the fight could be competitive, but I never expected Marab would win 50 45 and shut out Peter Young and make it look like easy. Like Marcel, 49 takedown attempts. That's a UFC record. That's insane. 49 takedown attempts, landed 11, landed 147 significant strikes compared to the 75 for Yon, who. Looked terrible in this fight. Now he's coming out saying he was injured or something. Uh, I mean, even if he was healthy, I don't even know if he would have won this fight. Like, obviously, we picked Yon. It wasn't the best pick. Um, <laughs> clearly. He got completely washed, man. This fight was complete domination for 25 minutes. Give me your thoughts, man. Because, like, I'm not surprised Murab won. But, like, just the fact it wasn't even competitive kind of surprises me. You? Yeah, I think it could have gone both ways, man. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, it was very for one-sided. Um, yeah. I feel like Marat was just quicker, you know? And the thing was, at the beginning, Jan could stop the takedowns pretty easy, you know? Or he was just quick, he was just, just quick out of it. At a certain moment, you saw Jan kind of like, yeah, I'm not going to win this fight, you know? I'm just not going to win this fight. He, he knew it. And it was just like, uh, also, Marat started to hit him. He, he had like a big, uh, almost his eye was almost closed, you know? And, um, yeah, I think Marab looked really good, man. I think like, like, I don't know if I, I don't think I tweeted it, but I want I wanted to tweet that the biggest winner in this fight is probably Aljamain Sterling. Um, I mean, Jan will not be 
anywhere close to a title shot uh, in, the, in the upcoming one, one half year, probably. You know, he needs he needs a few wins under his belt. And for Marab, listen, man, I want to see Marab fight for a title. That's what I want to see. I think he deserves it, you know. But Aljo is there against Cejudo. We'll see what happens there. No idea. Um, but I think Marab deserves it, you know. Um, this is, honestly, this is the first legitimate loss on Piotr Jan's record, in my, in my opinion. Whereas no asterisk behind it. You know what I mean? He lost to Magomedov in, AC, in ACB because of a late point deduction. He lost to Aljo by DQ. He had that uh, close fight with Aljo, the second one, which I scored a draw, but it went, that would still be Aljo be a champion. And the Sean O'Malley fight, I think Jan won that fight, you know? So this is the first fight he completely got pretty much dominated and lost, you know? So very big feather in uh, Marab's cap, in my opinion, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge win for him, man. Like, it's nine straight wins. Um, Dana White, well, I don't know if you saw, but he did talk at the Power Slap press conference. He didn't talk at the UFC press conference, but talked about Marab and Aljo, and he basically thinks it's a mistake if he doesn't fight Aljo. You know, I Marcel, like, sorry? I think it's a mistake. Dana's still the UFC president. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I think he's got kind of a point though man i mean i don't agree bro like you only have one career like and these careers don't last long like the guy you could get injured your career could be over like anything could happen really like listen at the end of the day we have to wait till what is it may that's when Cejudo and sterling fight because just say Cejudo wins it kind of makes it the point irrelevant because then you know it kind of puts morab in a spot where he could fight for the ball obviously sean o'malley's right there too um i don't know man i mean like I think this is at the end of the day, like yeah, there, there's a team aspect to the sport. It's also an individual sport, though. Uh, kind of got to worry about yourself. Rob needs to worry about himself a little bit. I get it, it's his friend; he doesn't want to fight him, but you know, Marcel, this happens sometimes. Like we saw, it's, it's not a, like the best example, but last week the two guys from Kilcliff FC have fought each other and put on a great fight. You know, now they're probably training each other again. I understand that it's like not you know the same extent to like maybe like remember like back in the day when like Rory McDonald and GSP they were rumored to fight or like. Josh Koscheck and John Fitch, they, they, they never ended up fighting, right? So I get it. Like, you don't really see, like, long-term teammates fight each other that, like, like elite, the elite level. But again, it's, it's you only get one chance in the sport. And Rob could be, like, Dana White said he's making a mistake. I almost feel like Marcel, they're going to punish him if he doesn't take the fight. They're going to give him, like, the hardest possible fights now. I don't know, I'm, man. I'm going to tell you what they're going to give him if he doesn't want, want to fight Aljo. The winner Sterling and or, uh, Sanhagen and Era? They're no. gonna give him Umar Nurmagomedov. They might, and that's a hard fight, you know. Like yeah. he probably does win the fight because he's he's great, but it's not an easy you know, fight. You know what it is, Adam? Man, we are more from from Western country. You know, we are more like uh, we're different kind of that. I think. I think where Marab comes from, brotherhood is very important. You know what I mean? And and for us as well, but we're looking. And more different, I think, you know. And he is really like, he's my brother. It's so much, I, I, I've been with my career there. They built my career there. And I, I don't want to fight. I think, for example, and nothing better to Aljo, but if Marab was a champion and Aljo was in the Bantamweight division at the place where Marab is now, I think Aljo wanted to fight for a title. You know what I mean? I think it's completely different you know what i mean because now it's for Aljo. it's 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 convenient to say like yeah i don't want to fight my brother you know because he's the champion i think if it was the other way around 
it would be much tougher, you know, because yeah. Aljo is also more like someone like like us, I would say, you know, with the with, with that kind of mindset, you know. But for for Marab, these kind of guys are really like um, if if you have their friendship, you're really a, the brother to them. You know what yeah. I mean? So they would absolutely don't want to fight each other. So that's why what I think it is, you know. And I, I gotta respect it. The thing is, I hope Aljo. Aljo keeps his worth, what he said, and goes to 145 mm. at a certain moment and gives Marab the chance to fight for the 135 belt because I think he deserves it, you know? And the longer he waits, you know, that there will be one fight he will fail, you know? There will definitely be... There will be one fight he maybe will fail, you know? And um, that that would suck if he needs to fight two or three times more before he fights for a title because his, uh, his friend and teammate is a champion. So... Um, yeah, we'll see what happens, you know. But to be really honest, I still feel like Marab is undefeated in the UFC. You know how I think about that. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that, too. I mean, he definitely – he should be Frankie Sainz and then the, the <laughs> other fight with uh, – Ricky Simone. Ricky Simone, like, I mean, that was just weird. Mm -hmm. He did get choked out, but it was after the bell. Like, it was just a weird finish. Anyways, the guy's yeah. great. Let's get some comments here. We have uh, – okay, well, this is a good question from Antoine. Who did they get Peter getting back in winter circle? Cody Garbrandt. Oh, I mean, he smokes Cody, right? Two former yeah. champs. It kind of makes sense. Who was the other guy that called it Cody? It was uh, Martinez. Jonathan Martin. Was it Jonathan Martinez? Was that I think, who it was? I think so. Or was it? Or was Batista? I think it was Mario Batista. Mario Batista. Yeah, I think it was Martinez, but I can be wrong. It was yeah. Mario Batista. He called him out. So yeah, I mean, if you look at it, like yeah, Jan makes more sense. Even though I don't think Cody's even ranked anymore, if I'm not mistaken. No. Um, looking at the rankings. I mean, he could fight. He could fight the uh, if if Vera loses to Sanhagen, you could fight him again. Um, oh, oh, he has a twelfth Vera. I, I mean, I sent him. Yeah, Dominic Maybe, Cruz. Is that be the fight? Or or the loser or from or winner of Font against Yanez, You know, is it how many fights does he have left in his contract? You know, P1? I have no idea, man. Is it possible he could leave the UFC? Is that possible? It would be crazy to me, you know. If the U if the UFC lets him go, they are stupid for real. You know, he's lost three straight fights, man. He's lost four, yeah, he's lost five, uh, um, two of these guys uh, though. He lost to the number one, two, and three guy, right? But so, but we we have seen those fights, Adam, yeah. and we all know that the two Aljo fights are controversial. Yep. The O'Malley fight is controversial. Yep. Only the Marab fight is decisive. You know what I mean? So he he could be four or one in his last five. Yep. You know. But, yeah, he but he is not. one of four. He's, he's one I know. Four. <laughs> but 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 I mean, everything has a story, you know. It's not yeah. like clear cut. He he completely got washed in those fights. Was he? I mean? But after the last fight, he was pissed at the judges. He was like, "I don't want to fight for these judges. I don't want to." Yeah. Remember he, he was saying that. Like, I don't yeah. know. I'm just saying. Like, you're right. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to cut him or anything. But like, if there was like a mutual party of ways, it wouldn't completely shock me, Marcel. It wouldn't. Wouldn't need neither me. But I mean. He, if he, for example, he would go to Bellator, it would mm -hmm. be another. Dude, Bellator is also a crazy bantamweight division, you know. So, <laughs> would be great as well. But I hope they keep him in the UFC, man. I think it would be really stupid because, besides, yeah. listen, man, he is also a popular guy. You know, yeah. I, I, he's also not loved by some fans, but he's a popular guy at the same time. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, I mean. All the crap that happened during fight week, you know, between Jan and, the, and, and Marab with the Russia versus Georgia thing. You know, I, I, I'm not Georgian, I'm not Russian, but uh, man, I mean, it got a little bit too far for me, man, for, for a fight. You know, yeah. I mean, Marab was like acting like he was fighting Vladimir Putin's son. You <laughs> know, I mean, it's, it's a little bit too much to me, but I understand it's... I probably don't understand how Marab feels as a Georgian, you know, so maybe I shouldn't say it, but... 
I mean, for me, it's like I watch a fight and I want to see two of the best fighters and the political kind of stuff all the time. I mean, I understand it's part of it, you know, but it shouldn't be like the, the hat thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, there's a lot of options for him. Uh, a yeah. couple other co comments here, guys. Imagine how Marab will be when he learns how to do after what to do after getting a takedown. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I still don't know, like, how marketable he is, man. Like, he's got a great record and everything, but like, his style is not the most exciting. Like, I don't mind watching it because I'm a fan of MMA, but like, if you watch the casual fan watches this, they're probably calling him boring, man. Let's be honest, you know. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people do. I, I think. Even people that are, yeah, hardcore fans. Crazy pace for Rob. Yeah, it's crazy. Marcus says, um, Rob, machine, most underdog confident bets. Yeah, I saw you, Marcus. Good job. You, you got him at plus 220? Holy crap. That's a good odd. Those are good odds. Exactly. Very good odds. Who would you uh, like if Valjamain and Marab fought? I don't know. I mean, that's a really tough one. Because they're training partners. They know everything about each other. It's a hard question to answer, man. I mean, Aljo's a champ, though, you know? So I, I guess I'd have to go with him. Uh, I see both sides of the argument. Understand want wanting to give your friendship irreversible brain damage, but risk the friendship. But you guys are also fighters. See exactly that's their job, right? It's tough. Like you guys are not being sensitive bitches. You block people like Emily Fortune Teller. Oh, we're not trying to block anyone here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think we need to. I mean, I mean, as long as uh, we have, but it's like pretty rare. Like I mean, yeah. whatever. I don't see Aljamain Sterling vacating the bantamweight belt unless his first fight is at one forty-five for the belt. Too much money, Sterling would be leaving the table. I agree with that too, Marcus. I agree. By the uh, way, something about the fortune teller guy. I don't know. Yes, he blocks people. I don't know. I, I haven't listened to his show. What, what are you gonna say? Yeah. By the way, we have another uh, situation back in the like a few a year ago with uh, Vicente Luke and Gilbert Burns. You know, yeah. They're also best friends, and they want they they also. I, I was like, I think I, I asked Burns. I was like, would you like? Do you would you fight uh, Vicente Luke? And he's like, no. I was like, for a belt? No, never. Okay, then I think I, I asked Vicente as well, or on camera actually, and he's like, yeah, I would never fight him. Also, he's like, we are best friends, and even our wives go along with each other. He's like, it's just not good, you know? Uh, he, if, if he comes to Brazil, he lives with me. If I come to yeah. the U.S., I live with him. So it's like, yeah. I, I know. It is a similar situation, but one's not the champ, you know? So there was other options. This, I, this I know, case is the champ, right? Anyways, Jan versus winner of Fonda Yanes. That would be good, too. What's up, Gorilla? Thanks again for the um, the artwork, man. Peter Onk is still whoop ass. The problem is wrestling is zero. It's weird because, I mean, like, in the first Aljo fight, you took him down a bunch of times, and all of a sudden his wrestling sucks since then. And I understand that takedown defense versus offense is different, but, like, he had seven takedowns against Aljo in the first fight, Marcel. And since then, you know, actually even at six against Sean O'Malley, but he keeps getting taken down himself now, like, in the second Sterling fight, and then obviously against Ryan. Yeah. Imagine we were fighting in the flyweight division. I say obviously with flyweight <laughs> division, and I was a champ number one, and you were. I, I was a champ, and you was the number one contender. So yeah. would you would you allow me to give you an ass whooping? <laughs> you know, Marcel. Like it's 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 tough, but at the end of the day, like you got to feed your family too, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. So it's a tough thing. Anyways, um, the only other thing I was gonna say was Peter Jan. Just getting quickly back to him before we move on. Um. Imagine how much different his life goes if he doesn't land that illegal knee. Against Crazy, the, right? Yeah, two, yeah. Two, it was almost two years ago to this day, by the way. It's like two years and a few days now. Um, that changed his whole career, right? It changed his entire career. Mm -hmm. And he's never been the same since then, you know? Krylov Rakic? Ooh, that's a good question. We'll talk about Krylov in a second. But, yeah, I mean, I have to go with Rakic, though, I think. Well, this guy says, uh, what's up, Michael? I, I, I think you had a different name, right? Sweet Science or something? 
Afternoon, guys. Thanks for the Volkov pick. Krylov, Volkov, Murad, Parley. Nice job. Yeah, we'll talk about Volkov now. We both picked him, right? I, I, I think we both did. I mean, I thought that Romanov would have some success in the first round with the wrestling Marcel, but he showed up like a – I mean, I'm not one to talk, but he showed up like a fat blob Marcel in the skin. <laughs> like, how did he gain 25 pounds from his last fight? Like, where – he looked he looked in good shape last year. Remember when he fought Tibura and then it was a Chase Sherman? He looked in good shape, and they're like, you're like, okay, this guy's making some, you know, progress and losing some fat and getting more serious about it. And then I guess apparently he lost his training camp. He trains with some guys that apparently suck at MMA and suck at their conditioning because, bro, he gassed out in like 30 seconds. Like this was an embarrassing performance by, by Romanov. And you know, I'm not trying to shit in the guy too much, but here's the thing, Marcel. There was a lot of people talking about him as a future champ, and I'm sorry, but this guy is not <laughs> at all. And he never will be. Uh, I say that right now. I understand it's heavyweight. There's guys that have, you know, lost fights and gone on to have good careers. But this dude just has no cardio. And I don't see it getting better, really, you know? Even against Tabura when he was in shape. And I know that was an elevation we talked about that. But, like, yeah. even that fight, like, he was exhausted. And this fight, Marcel, 30 seconds was gassed out. And Volkov just put it to him. I mean, listen, I picked Volkov because I think he's the better fighter. I think, you know, way more experienced. That's why I picked him. But I didn't think it would happen in, like, two minutes. I thought it would be... Uh, first round would be tough, and then second, third round, he'd really pull away. <laughs> Two minutes and 16 seconds was all it needed. Romanov landed zero significant strikes in the fight and didn't uh, – he attempted five takedowns and landed zero <laughs> and gassed out. Marcel, what the hell happened to this guy, man? <laughs> so I actually talked to to Thiago, uh, his manager. Um, I was asking, like, after the win, I was like, why did he got, got much bigger again? And he's like, yeah, the last fight he felt kind of weak. You know, uh, when he was uh, on on diet, and uh, he he wanted to have his power back, so he he got bigger. So yeah, that that was what he did. And um, yeah, the thing is, like, I gotta give this to him. He had to take, he had almost a takedown, but Volkov grabbed the fence, you know, and he mm -hmm. kept up. I, I, I think I don't know who the ref was, but he was like, "Don't grab the fence." Mark Smith. Mar Mark, and Mark Smith never takes points for fence grabs. You know this no. watching his fights. There was other fights oh. in his car too. I think where he was like. I can't remember another fight. There's another one. He was like, don't grab the fence. Was it the Turkali fight, maybe? Yeah, yeah. It was that one. Was it? We, we we yeah, it was Mark Smith in that fight. He's like, don't grab the fence, and then didn't take a point. Like, I'm just calling him Mark shit from now on. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> should focus I mean, on power slap and be a power slap ref instead. Yeah, and and, and, and be a competitor, competitor as well there. But, um, by the way, power slap, I think it sucks, man. They have to use, like, uh, steel bats, I think, much better. But... Yeah. Um, um to go back to the fight yeah that that what kept Volkov on his feet honestly you know but after yeah. that man Romanov was completely gassed and Volkov yeah. could do whatever he wanted I expected a decision win for Volkov but uh, yeah he got it done in the first round good for him yeah. and um as as nasty as it sounds he's really like kind of the gatekeeper to the top five man mm -hmm. <laughs> he really is you know and yeah. um he wins against everybody uh, under him and he loses to everybody above him so yeah, we'll see what's next for him. Uh, I think there are some 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 possible fights against Sergey Spivak, against Taito Ivasa is, a, is yeah. a possibility, and maybe if the UFC wants to keep, get the Cyril Gan back on track, they can do the rematch, which I don't really need to see. But I don't want to see a fight again. No, me neither. But hey, you gotta do something. But uh, yeah. yeah, not enough to do uh, for Romanov. Yeah, I mean, I I think Romanov will stay around the top fifteen. I think he beats almost everybody under the top fifteen, but yeah that's pretty much it 
Volkov 10 and 40 on the UFC with six knockout wins. I mean, yeah. the guy's had a good career, you know? Like, for sure. Like, and like for the sure. Derek Lewis fight, he was, you know, 10 seconds away from winning that fight, too. Mm-hmm. So he's had a good career, guys. Like, he's a good fight. I mean, I, watched, I remember watching him in Bellator years ago, right? Like, he was a champ there. He was good. And, you know, he's really improved, I think, over the years. And he's the same age as me, actually, Marcel. He's 34. So he's, uh, I think they said, you know, he went to the California and stayed there to train his wrestling. Like, you saw some, mm-hmm. like, you saw some improvement there, but you're right. There was a fence grab that has to be noted. But still, 0-5 in takedowns, you know? It wasn't just that one takedown. There's four other ones you missed, too. But I agree with the Wu guy here. That it yeah. says it was pretty major. It was, yeah, let me know. get to the comments here. Uh, this guy says uh, Romanov looked off. He did. He says he was potentially injured. Did you hear anything about an injury or no? No, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. His conditioning just looked bad. The Volkov's fence crab stopped the takedown. Should have punished. They got to take a point for that, you know? Or just give the guy the position. Like, be like, all right, you grab the fence. He was going to go down. Go on the ground now. Right? Like, you can't just be like, don't grab the fence. Like, you can't keep saying this. It's not right. Like, <laughs> no, seriously. Like, we know the rules. It's I agree. 2023. We've had these rules for the unified rules have been in place for like over 20 years now. Like, I don't understand really anymore. Like, it, not just that, Marcel. There's a lot of stuff in, in fights where like guys don't get punished for, you know, like eye pokes. They're like, where they have their fingers out like this. And then the ref's like, put your hand, close your hand. They poke them. And he's like, okay, it's just your first warning. Like, you're warned in the back. You already know the rules, so I don't know. Anyways, Adam, we're talking about Mark Smith. Bite yeah. Mark, bite Mark. I see bite Mark, bite Mark. <laughs> I know you're that one. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Uh, Krilov defeats Span by submission. I I picked him by submission. This was one of my better picks on the card. I really like this matchup for Krilov. I just thought he was the you know better grappler at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And he proved to be. Um, you know, I'm still not sold on Ryan Span. Like I'm really not Marcel. Um, and the whole thing about him not training and stuff, I felt like that was bullshit. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's going to bounce back because this was a quick fight. But I'm still not sold on because if you look at his resume, guys, like he has no top 15 wins except for Reyes, who, let's be honest, is like washed up at this point. Like he's got four straight losses by the last three by knockout. So I, that, that win didn't sell me on him completely. You know, it was a good win. Don't get me wrong. But you kind of saw him go back down to earth a little bit here. I think he's... He's kind of like a gatekeeper too to me, Marcel. I'd like heavyweight. He's like the gatekeeper to the top ten, maybe. Like I'm not saying he's bad. He's obviously a good fighter, but I think Krilov, though, you know, he could break in the top five. I, I actually think so. I, I understand he's got some losses that probably wants back, like that Paul Craig fight. But or excuse me, Paul Craig, right? But you know, he, <laughs> he was doing well in that fight and fucked up, right? Like why was he playing in his guard? He shouldn't have did that. That was a mistake. But since then, three straight wins, he's looked good too, and he's beaten some good guys. So I don't know, man. I, I think that uh, Krilov's pretty solid. Any thoughts? Yeah, now you're mentioning Paul Craig. Why is he fighting next week? <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I think Krilov, I, I think it was like uh, they both were close. You know, I mean, Span didn't look bad at all, but at a certain moment, he just fell in the triangle. <laughs> and Krilov, uh, Krilov uh, let, made him tap. I mean, yeah, good win for Krilov, man. I think um, happy for him after uh, after the last, after two weeks when he fell, uh, how do you say that, when he had to would pull out with illness. I think he said that he uh, ate uh, rotten eggs or something. So, um, yeah, he didn't have a refrigerator or something in, in his uh, in his room. He said, and he ate the eggs, and the eggs weren't good or whatever. I don't know exactly, but um, yeah, good for him, man. I mean, this is third win in a row after his loss to Paul Craig. You know, uh, three finishes or not? No, two finishes, one decision against Ozdemir. Yeah, good for him, man. I mean, um, he's always been a guy that is like uh, sometimes hit and and sometimes miss, but he's really decent, you know what I mean? So uh, he probably gets a guy in somewhere in the top five now, man, with three wins back back to back. So, yeah, looking forward to it. 
Yep, I agree. Craig and Span, that makes sense. I like yeah. that fight, actually. And Krilov, who do you think you should fight next? Um, I, I actually like the Blachowicz rematch. You know what he asked for. Although Blachowicz recently fought for a title, you can maybe do the Rakic one. You know what the, what this guy said in the in the chat. That's good to me as well. And maybe even the winner of uh, uh, Anthony Smith, Johnny Walker. But uh, that's I what I was thinking if, too. But I don't know if I do, if I want to see Johnny Walker and Nikita Krylov set too after the right first right one. after he's wrestled. <laughs> and made, you know, I, I was surprised by what happened in that fight. But yeah, um. <laughs> I guess Rakic, if he comes back, it makes sense. I don't think they fought, right? That would no. be a good fight. Yeah. Um, I don't know where Rakic, I know Rakic was injured. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Jonathan Martinez with the upset over Saeed near Magomedov. Close fight. I don't know. How'd you score this one? I think a clear first round for Saeed near Magomedov. Even could consider 10 8, but that would be 10 9, would be good for me. I, I would go 10 9. Yeah. Uh, second round, uh, I think Martinez, close, 10 9. Third round for me was Saeed, man. But yeah. Probably the, the the judges got swayed in the last thirty seconds. I feel. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think Saeed won the fight, but yeah, it is what it is. I actually had the same scorecard as you. So, like, I thought the third round was super close. I slightly lean Saeed, but I don't think it's a problem with uh, Martinez winning at all. I mean, it was such a close fight, and obviously, like, if you look at it from a value perspective, he was a big underdog, and there was good value on him. Obviously, I'm looking uh, at MA decisions right now. I haven't taken a look. It looks like most media had it for Saeed. Most fans yeah. had it for Saeed as well. I got, I just the first time I'm seeing this actually. So, yeah, the third round it came down to that Marcel, and I think the last minute of the fight he was pushing against the fence and the judge swayed the judges, right? So. Yeah, but weren't you surprised that 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 I, I understand the difference between split and unanimous, but yeah. then, weren't you surprised that all three judges agreed on the fight? I kind of was because there was Me another too. fight in the card, uh, Henry and Gravely, where yeah. they were all, the scorecards were all over the place. I I thought it would be like that a little bit, but. Mm. Anyways, I, I, like I want to ask you, what was actually yeah. your fight of the night pick in this card? I want to know. My fight of the night pick? Yeah, let's see if we have the same one. If we I, didn't, I didn't have one. I had if you four, have to choose. four bonuses instead. Oh, okay. Me if too. I had to? Yeah. Uh, if I had to? I would go Henry against Graffin. Yeah, I would have went with that too. I was just thinking like maybe the Granite Sunset fight because I thought it was a really good fight and the finish was crazy, but more of a finish bonus. Mm -hmm. But for me, I would have given up four bonuses. Like I just feel like... like uh, you know, I'm it's just you. it's it's kind of unfair. Like last week, Dana White was at the card, so yeah. they gave out, or was it last week or two weeks ago? Um, that was I think the pay per view where it was only at the main card and the no, 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 not, not. But there was a card last week where he gave out six bonuses, right? Was it two weeks ago? Remember? I think it's two weeks ago. Yeah. Sorry, two weeks ago. Let me check. It was the Muniz and Allen card. He was at that card. And he gave out six yeah. bonuses every finish. But then you two weeks later, not everyone gets a, fi a finish bonus. Just make it universal. You get a finish, you get fifty k. They can yeah. afford it, man. And you're going to put on better fights. Guys are going to be going for that finish a little bit harder, you know, especially in that third round, digging deep, going for that finish, my opinion. Because, like, mm -hmm. I think, like, a guy like Fram could have got a bonus. I think, you know, Batista, he had an easy fight, but he could have got a bonus. You know, Krilov could have got a bonus. I don't know. Let's talk, about, let's talk about the next fight quickly, Batista and Kennedy. I mean, there's not much to say, Marcel. This fight was a mismatch. And even, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Batista was, like, surprised by the matchup. This didn't go any differently, we thought. I, I thought I picked Batista by submission. What do you, you think? Any, anything surprising in this one? No, man, of course not. I mean, we both picked Batista, and I think almost everybody did. Like I said last time, man, on the podcast, I mean, everything you you make as a matchmaker, which be like a, a minus 500 favorite over it, and which is not a title fight, stupid, yeah. you know? Yep. I think Batista was a minus 1,000 favorite or something, you know? And 
that makes sense. You know, I, I understand Canadi won his last fights against Moutinho and against uh, Costa and got finishes. But you got to look, man. I mean, Bautista, Bautista is a guy who, who can go to into the top 15. You know what I mean? He, he's that good there. And he's like, he's it's, it's bantamweight, you know? So even guys outside the top 15 is, a, is are guys who would be in the top 15 in other divisions. You know what I mean? Bantamweight is stacked. So, um, yeah. I mean, very good win by Bautista. I hear many people say that he should be ranked. I don't think he should get ranked of a Canadian fight, but but still, he deserves to get it. He lost deserves... to Trevin Jones, too, and everyone forgets about that. Yeah, you okay, know? but I mean, you can have a bad day at the office, you know, and I think he, he proves himself after that. You know? Marcel, so, uh, has he beaten anyone ranked since then? No. no, 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 but that's why I want to see him now against somebody close to the rankings, you know? Yeah, or... I like the guy. Don't get me wrong. He's a good fighter. I'm just saying, like, he beat Jay Perrin. Jay Perrin's not in the UFC anymore. Brian Keller's not ranked. Benito Lopez, I think he's not on the UFC anymore. And Bro, fuck, give, him Gar- give him Garbrandt. Give him Garbrandt. He asked for it. I think it's a good fight. Yeah. Honestly, I think it is a good fight. So, I also like that Peter Yon and Garbrandt fight you mentioned earlier. I think I actually do think that's a good fight too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if he wants to get Garbrandt and the UFC likes it, then do that fight. All right, a couple other comments here, guys. Happy I bet on Marabi decision. Yeah, the odds were crazy at the end of the day. Um, they went, they really went up during during the week. Um, I, although I did pick Yon, so it's not like I got it right. Um. Third round toss up for Saeed and Martinez. Yeah, his his cardio didn't look great. Um, all right, uh, he gave all the finishes fifty G's. Not on this card, uh, Joe. No, should he have, meant, though. He meant to Alan Muniz. Yeah, he did on that card. But he should have on this one. Game anyway, weight, no no fair and no hair. Back too much common sense, right? But he said first round sub was a lock. I mean, him just by sub was a lock. And you're right in the first round. Guido Canetti's. How many times has he been subbed in the first round? One, um. This is the second time he's been subbed in the first round. Four times he's been subbed to BOC twice in the second round. Yeah, I mean, this fight was a wash. All right, here was the fight of the night. Vitor Petrino against Anton. They changed his name. They used to call him Turkai, now it's Turkali, right? They changed yeah. his name. Like, John Annick says it's different than Brendan Fitzgerald. I'm, I don't know which the right way to say it. You know what, what's annoying? How do you pronounce Bresky? They, they, it's like they, why, why is there a D sound? Is that correct? Yeah, is, yeah. It's no, it's a B sound. I don't know why there's a D sound. You would know more because you live pretty close to Poland. Like, is that is that right? No, it's a B sound. Doesn't make sense. I was really confused. I was surprised. I was like Dresky. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like Anyways, Manolo. Po. Is what is, is it? Turkali or Turkai? Like, because they called them both. I have like, no idea. It's probably Turkali. I think it's Turkali, but I'm not sure. That, yeah. Anyways, the pleasure man. <laughs> yeah. Fight the, the night. G- apparently, the, um, the, the gigolo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a pretty good fight. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not trying to hate these guys for getting a bonus, but like, I don't know how they got a bonus. Like, I, I mean, look at a fight like last week with those two guys, Rebovitz and Radzibov. That fight was a fucking war. Yeah. They didn't, don't even get a mention for Dana Wade because he didn't bother to watch the prelims, and that's clearly fight of the night. And then I guess Sean Shelby loved this fight and gave it fight of the night. That's what I'm guessing. He's probably not him and Mick Maynard. I'm guessing. I don't even know if Mick was there, but I know Sean Shelby was there. I mean, I'm not trying to stream these guys. Like they got a bonus kit for them, but I, Marcel, I don't know. Was it an okay fight? Did you think it was a great fight? I don't know. Did you? I have to blow my nose, so keep talking. Okay, no problem. Like I thought it was a decent fight, guys. Like I'm not saying it was a bad fight, but to me, it's like if you win a bonus, like it's got to be something special. I didn't really see that in this fight. Good for Petrino. He got the job done as an underdog in his debut. Any thoughts, Marcel? Yeah, I blow my nose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think Turkal uh, deserves a bonus for grabbing the fence. No, uh, I mean, it, it's. I think it was an entertaining fight. Don't get me wrong, you know, but it seems like pretty low level. How, how it yeah. looked, you know, and it was like how many times Turkal had to had to 
had to uh, had a moment to get his back and didn't take it for some reason. You know, really weird. And what? Petrino, yeah, I think Petrino looked better than Turcayo, but um, yeah, I mean, was it was when I was watching, it was an entertaining fight, but I never thought it would be the fight of the night. You know what I mean? So, same here, same here. Yeah, yeah that's how I feel. Pretty much that. And I think Petrino clearly won. By the way, Petrino. Yeah, I thought he won too. I mean, yeah. I picked Torcal, but I think Petrino won. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, going to the prelims, your boy Dresky. <laughs> <laughs> now Carl Williams, though, you know what, Marcel? I like I like what he's doing. At, uh, I switched my pick, dude. <laughs> from who you picked from? Dresky? From Brasky to Williams. Well, I'm glad you listened to me on this one. Listen, like this guy. You know what, guys? He's only been in MMA for like what three years? Two mm -hmm. years? He's already got nine fights. He's eight and one. He's only he's 33 years old, so he's a bit of a late bloomer. But like he's got good wrestling. His gas tank held up in this fight. I don't know. They, at one point, they were like saying he's tired, and then he was actually asked about that, and he said he was just taking a, a break because his opponent was so far away from him. He's just like, I could take a breath at that point. I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, he got a knockdown. He got eight takedowns. He had over ten minutes. It's you know what's crazy. If you ask, like, if someone asked you who had the most control time on this card, you'd obviously go with Marab, right? You're like, okay, obviously Marab. No, it was Carl Williams. He had more control time than anyone on this card. So yeah, he didn't get a finish. And his opponent, you know, gassed out horribly and is probably not UFC caliber. But, like, you know, Marcel, like, I think there's potential with this guy. I really do, you know. He's, again, green in MMA, guys, and he's in his 30s. But there's some potential here, man. His wrestling, his athleticism, I think he'll win some fights, you know. And, and by the way, I heard his interview, and they asked him, you know, are you going to go back to 205? He said no. He's, like, basically he went to the PI, and they did some tests. They said, like, we could get you to 205. But you're gonna have to like lose a lot of muscle, and he decided instead he's gonna bulk up and stay at heavyweight. So I think that's interesting. He's a smaller heavyweight, obviously, and that's gonna hurt him, I think, as he goes up the ranks. But I think he beats a lot of the unranked guys. Like I think if he beats that Budai guy who Bresky just fought, um, I think he could beat him. You know, for instance. So I don't know. I think there's guys he could beat in the UFC right now. Any, any thoughts on this guy? For example, I think Bresky actually won against Budai. But that's what okay. I'm saying. That's why I mentioned him. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, he looked good, you know. Uh, he didn't finish the fight, which was possible, you know. But uh, he looked good. He pretty much controlled the dude. Uh, good wrestling, some fun suplexes. I saw. Um, yeah, good, good win for him, you know. And uh, I had to a little bit more have had more of a process during the week by thinking, picking him. You know, you already was on him. And last Monday, I picked Brzezinski first, but uh, I was like. After watching some more, I was like, nah, man, Williams going to win this fight, you know? So I'm glad I switched. Um, yeah, good win for him. What else can we say? Uh, first fight in the UFC. And he already uh, surprised many people against uh, Jimmy Lawson, right, in the contender series. So, uh, yeah, good for him. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. All right. Um, next fight here. Oh, I mean, if this isn't submission of the year right now, I mean, we're going to be in store for some good subs because, to me, Davy Grant's inverted triangle on Rafael Sunsaw, like that—that's amazing because he was losing the fight and the scorecards. He was down. Um, I was like watching the fight. And I'm like, man, Sunsaw looks pretty good again. Like, obviously, he beat Victor Henry the last fight, right? Mm -hmm. He won the first two rounds, in my opinion. One of the judges gave Davy Grant round one, which I don't yeah. understand personally, but you know, the second round I thought was a little closer than anything. But anyways, Sunsaw was winning the fight. And he was Marcel. He was you know 17 seconds away from winning a decision yeah. here. And Davy Grant locks up an inverted triangle and puts him to sleep. And Keith Pearson, I think, was the ref in this one. Like, yeah. yeah. He was a little slow, obviously, because he fell asleep. You know, it's tough spot, though, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, watching it, I'm like, damn, that guy's out. Like, and he was out. 
Uh, I love him for triangles. Always brings me back to when Masvidal fought Toby Amada and Beltram ourselves. Yeah, like he was standing. Crazy but, one. Yeah, the crazy one. Um, but this was crazy too. And you know, Davy Grant once again gets another bonus. Let me talk about Davy Grant for a second, okay? So I remember from Ultimate Fighter ten years ago. He was on Ultimate mm-hmm. Fighter, Marcel, and didn't think he was anything special. So twenty thirteen, he had that fight with Holdsworth, lost, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't fight for three years. Came back. He had that fight with Marlon Vera. Um, beat him. Had a couple losses to like Damian Stasiak and wrote Manny Bermudez, and I'm thinking this guy is not good at all. You know, let's be mm-hmm. honest, right? Comes back, beats Popov, <clears throat> and since then Marcel has been a machine. Knocks out Martin Day, bonus. Knocks out Jonathan Martinez, bonus. Fight of the night with Marlon Vera. Fight of the night with Adrian Inez in a really close split decision. Uh, knocks out Lewis Smoker. Should have got a bonus for that too. And then submits uh, Rafael Sunso. And he keeps fighting on these like small cards for the most part. Um, mostly these fight night cards. They got to get him on a pay per view card, man. They have to. Um, I think he's one of the most exciting fighters in the sport right now, guys. I really do. He's 37, but it seems like he's almost hitting his, his prime as a fighter, which is kind of crazy because he's a bit of an older fighter. I'm not saying he's like, a top 15 guy because he's not. He's already. He's fought guys like Inez and Vera, right, recently and lost. But he's a guy that's a gatekeeper in the top 15. And remember, everyone's talking about Jonathan Martinez now. He knocked Jonathan Martinez out two years ago. So I it's actually exactly two years ago today, which is crazy. Um, the guy's really fucking good. He's really good, and I, I'm excited to see what's next for him. So I, I love watching the guy fight. Not only that, again, I watched, I watched a lot of the interviews. This guy's all, He's such a nice guy. He was so nice in the media. He's so polite. He goes like, "Can I can I get a, can I get a drink of water? I'm thirsty." <laughs> like he asked the media member. It's so funny, but he's so awesome. He's just a he's a good dude, man. And I love watching him fight Marcel. He's so fucking violent. He's just awesome. Man. His last his last six fights, guys, are fucking phenomenal to watch. So I don't know, Marcel. I'm I'm, I'm in love with this dude right now, man. What do you think? Is there a difference between inverted and reverse triangle? By the way, what do you think it was? I had it inverted, but there were people yeah. calling it reverse, and I, don't, yeah. I think it was inverted. But uh, I yeah. thought it, I, I was going to write inverted reverse on Twitter, and then I saw people calling it reverse. I'm like, okay, I guess it's reverse. But I also thought it was inverted. So yeah, so no, I mean, um, yeah, I think Grant is a guy who can even uh, get a, can make it competitive with these right guys. You know, we saw it with Yanez and Rivera. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, but here I got to say something about Keith Peterson, man. I mean, people were actually praising him for getting a, taking a point, but he shouldn't have oh, taken yeah, away the position, you know, because they, he's like, yeah, Grant was on top. Yeah, obviously, because he held the cage, you know, he wouldn't have been there, you know, and that kind of changed the fight, you know. And I think uh, Eric Nixick was an SSI's corner. He was furious, you know, and he had all right to be, in my opinion. You know, because there was Asusao's last fight, you know, his final fight of his of his career. And he was up two rounds with a point deduction in the third. <laughs> so he would have won the fight if this doesn't get get this, if he doesn't get submitted. So I understand the frustration there, you know, and I think Peterson didn't do the right job there. But uh, overall, I mean good win for Grant, you know, great comeback, uh, solid submission. Um yeah, he's a good dude, like you said, man. I'm happy for him. But uh, there was some kind of a bad taste in my mouth for Asensio there. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, <clears throat> the next fight, I guess, uh, a couple left. Josh Friend beats uh, Cedric Dumas, the 18 choke second round. Good for Friend. He's a big underdog. He's like plus 180 or something. Good for him. Didn't necessarily see this one coming. like Because I, I hadn't been too impressed by Friend. But looking back at it, he's got you know way more experience than I guess no surprise. Uh, a couple of comments here. He grants a bonus machine. And he, sh- he should have a bonus for being Smoker, too. I'm not really sure why he didn't in that fight. Like, that, 
That finish was so nasty. Raphael wouldn't be great if there was no fence crowd. Raphael's take down defense lazy at the end. Ref screw Raphael. That's what Marcus thinks. I mean, I don't think you're wrong, you know, but you got to mm-hmm. give the guy credit. Like, he got point taken, he took his lump, and then he submitted him. So, you know, good for him. But, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that it changed the fight again. Uh, next fight here, Marcel. You're right. I mean, this would have been my fight of the night, too, if I had to pick one. Victor Henry defeats Tony Gravely, split decision. All three judges have different scorecards. I had it Gravely 29-28. How'd you have it? Um, I had difficulties with scoring that one because uh, I, I missed three minutes of the third round. So I well, I mean, you can't <laughs> score it then because the third no. round was where it came down to. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think it was 1-1 yeah. going into the third yeah, round, was. so yeah. I, I can't really tell Although you. Although one judge had it somehow 30-27. I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't agree with that. I know the rounds were close, but I don't know. I just don't agree with it. But, yeah, it was a good fight, right? Like, it was fun. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, It was uh, back and forth pretty much, you know. And uh, I think Henry finally looked better than he did against Asun Sao. He looked really bad in that fight. Yeah. And uh, Gravely, Gravely makes it actually competitive with almost everybody's fighting, you yep. know. So it's always fun to watch. And uh, yep. he was on the bad side of the scorecard this time. So, yeah. But he'll be back. I'm sure. He's 4-4 four and four down in the UFC. I think he'll get another fight, though. I think he's, he's yeah, a he good should. fighter. Yeah, Victor Henry, 2-1 in the UFC. He's 8-35. He's turning 36 this year. He's a bit of a late bloomer, too. You know? La, La, La Mangosta. Actually, yeah, I think it's the Mongoose, right, if I'm not yeah. mistaken? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, they're both older guys. What do you think about Davy Grant and Victor Henry? Would you like that fight? Yeah, but I think that's that's like why would you go from Asusao to Grant? You know? Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I, yeah, they're both Grant. on rank, though. And, and didn't – oh, yeah, Victor beat – sorry, he lost his son, so, yeah. He beat Barcelos. Oh, Barcelos would be fun for those guys. Yeah, too. I like that one actually. Well, yeah. Barcelos against Grant. Is that the fight yeah. like? Yeah. That's a good fight. He's coming off a knockout to Umar, but I think he's still good, you know? Yeah. Um, Lipsky surprised the fuck out of me, Marcel, being John. <coughs> I didn't expect it. <coughs> me too. Me too. B- biggest upset, in my opinion. <laughs> to me, card. me too, as well. And not only that worst read of my um, um for me on the card. Like, I, I can accept Yon losing to Marab because, like, I knew Marab had a chance. I really didn't think Lipsky had much of a chance in this fight, you know? Like, Clearly underrated her. I mean, I knew she was a good striker, but she hasn't looked good at all in the UFC. Like, there was really no reason to pick her other than the odds were really good. Aldrich just looked good. It just shows you, like, every fight's different, right? Because Aldrich, you know, is beating Blanchfield until getting caught in the choke, and then all of a sudden gets smoked by Lipsky. It's just Bro, really, really weird. Go ahead. That's my most... I was my most convinced pick of the, pick of the card. Bro, same you know what I mean? It really was. Like, I'm, I'm like, oh, like, if you have to like, look at the card, besides Batista, obviously. Yeah. But, you yeah. look at this card, like I would have been like, Oh, yeah, Aldrich will win a decision easily. Like, yeah. And we were, we were completely wrong. She Man, lost every round, bro. Great takedown defense, great striking, and look better than ever, you know. And I'm happy to see yeah, finally she did look, the she looked better than ever. I mean, we always liked her, back. right? Like, she was yeah. one of our favorites for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just disappointing the UFC. I mean, her record's still four and five, it's still under 500. Mm-hmm. Um, but look good in this fight. There's no doubt about it. And again, you know, big upset, plus 300 underdog, plus 340 underdog. Dumas looked a lot smaller in front of the weigh-ins. I, when I saw there, I thought there might be value in front. Yeah, I mean, he, he he took it on short notice, so I wasn't too sure, but the experience and the ground game obviously played into uh, his victory. A couple other fights here, Marcel. Tyson Nam gets knocked out by Bruno Silva, gets front-kicked and then choked out. Glad he got a bonus, well-deserved. I really like Bruno Silva. Three straight wins, three bonuses in a row, too, for him. Um, he's going to be ranked now. Who do you give him? Because obviously he's going to fight a ranked opponent next, I'm guessing. I, I think Nam was ranked. Nam was ranked 15. Okay, so... Suma Darji, would that make sense? Would that be a good fight? Number 13, two strikers, would that be a good yeah, fight? Why not? You know, yeah. yeah. David Dvorak was the number It's also number possible. Guy. Yeah. Any of those guys, he looked good. And then finally, we had Carlson Harris to beat Jared Gooden by decision on short notice. We didn't talk about this fight because it, it was booked after we did the podcast. 
Um, Carlson looked good in this fight. His ground game looked great. Jared Gooden, you know, got really tired. Took them super short notice. We talk about this. There's two guys that missed weight. We'll talk about the other guy in a sec. So Gooden missed weight by six pounds. Again, I just think it's just not good for the UFC and also his management to accept the fight at welterweight on three days' notice. Like mm-hmm. he's been fighting at middleweight, guys. I talked. Remember, I was talking on Discord. I'm like, guys, he's going to miss weight. I knew that three days before. I was like, there's no way he's making this weight. I was yeah, really also, surprised when they didn't make it 175, 180. I mean, Dan Dan Leffy is pretty good with Jared Gooden, yeah. I think, and he also said it like a day before. Don't uh, don't get upset if he misses weight. So, I, I'm not upset because you know, for me, it's like such short notice. I hope he gets yeah. another fight, though. You know, I really do because <clears throat> that's the thing. You know, they because could know, they could cut him. Josh Weems, who fought, who yep. did he fight on short notice again? Was that? Um, uh, uh, let me double check. Uh, Christian Rodriguez, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he got cut. Right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. After one fight, right? Short notice, right? And then he got yeah. he missed weight. Yeah, it's funny. Brandon Davis now on the regional scene mm-hmm. uh, next month. Yeah, man. I mean, listen. Like, I hope he stays, gets another fight because I think he deserves it. You know, yeah. I actually think Jared Gooding. I think he beat some guys in the UFC. I'll say that. You know, not a lot mm-hmm. of guys, but I think he beat some guys. Yeah. But he's one in four now. Marcel, he he also missed weight. Uh, didn't he miss weight against Randy Brown too? I think. I have no idea. I think he did. Let me let me check. Uh, I want. I think he missed weight in that fight too. Let me let me double check. I don't want to say anything wrong here. I don't like being wrong. Uh, Dern Rodriguez win. Uh, yes, he came one seventy four for that fight. So he's missed weight two fights in a row. Again, short notice for this one. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. She can be a bitch, dude. (laughs) Yeah, man. Remember, even uh, our boy James Lynch interviewed Side Side Jokub Kakramov. Yeah. Kakramanov, excuse me, and he told him that like they were pissed he would miss weight against Trevin Jones. Remember that mm-hmm. fight? He took yeah. it on like what is it like <clears throat> seventy two hours days. notice, and he flew yeah. across the the world basically to fight him. They yeah. were they called a grudge against him for that, Marcel. They're like, so why did you tell us you can make weight if you couldn't make the weight, right? So mm-hmm. they they hate when guys miss weight. You know that. You know that's a fact. They hate it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than when they miss weight. Uh, a couple of comments. We're gonna, we're going to talk about Ramos in a second. Um, the venue for Mar- event. Yan Mara was a lot better than Apex. I'm watching TV besides crowd atmosphere. Yeah, it was good. I, I hope they do another event at uh, the Virgin. All right, so Abubakar, I'm not sure. Do you know why? Did we ever get a reason? Abubakar had, how do you say that? Synetesis or what it's supposed Okay. Synesitis. I don't know how to say that in English, guys. Okay. Sinuses? Yeah, sinuses. That was it. So he was like, he had a cold or something? Yeah, but the other for oh. three weeks already. Oh, so. I see. He was really sick. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ramos, uh, or sorry, it's I keep calling it Ramos, it's Ricardo Hamos, really. Hamos, like, that's yeah. the way we just did. Bro, what the fuck? Like, honestly, <laughs> 154, like, you didn't even try. He came out later and said that he'd been sick or something in camp and had some injuries, I think, and you couldn't make the weight. But, like, you fucked over your opponent. Like, yeah. And not only that, they gave him an easy fight. He was supposed to destroy Austin Lingo. I, did you report the new Austin Lingo fight? Did you yeah. report it? Okay, so he's fighting Nate Landward next, next two weeks from now? Next week, saying? yeah. Next week. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, the guy, the guy fucked up. He used to fight at 135, and now he can't make 145. This is like – but I'll say this. Charles Oliveira did the same thing when he fought Ricardo Lamas. He came in in Mexico City. You remember that? He came in at 154. Yeah. And they let oh, him fight. Zubaira. Right, yeah. Or was it Zubaira? I thought it was when he fought – No, it's Zubaira was... recently. When he fought, oh, when he was... yeah. What did he come in at? What did he come in at? 157, I think. Did, or did, they, let him, did they let him fight? Yeah, yeah, but because it was at one fifty-five, you know. But right, 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 right. right. But I'm he was one forty-five. Like, it was a fight where Lamas fought Oliver at one forty-five, and Oliver and came, came in at one fifty-four. Yeah, 
which hmm. is technically under the limit because I think that's the highest weight you can do, mm-hmm. I think, for that division. But yeah, it's not mm-hmm. good. I mean, they cancel the fight. I think it's fine they cancel it. Anyways, anything else you want to say about this card, or are we good? Close the chapter. No, yeah, I think we're good, dude. All right, cool. So let's just quickly go to uh, Bellator, Marcel. Did you did you get a chance to, to watch Bellator? I only saw the main event. Okay, so I watched the the and, uh, MVP. Yeah, I watched the main card. I didn't watch mm-hmm. the prelims. I'll tell you that. Um, let me pull up the card. All right, so Usman. I mean, the fight was a joke. Like looking back at it, minus two thousand was not even high enough, Marcel. <laughs> like Benson retires after the fight. I mean, it was just nasty. The the question mark kick and then the choke. Hey, Usman is he's one of the best lightweights in the world. You know, he really is. Um, mm-hmm. But I also feel like all these Bellator fanboys that are like, oh, these guys can beat the, the, the UFC champion. Like, I just think going from like Benson Henderson and Patricky Pippo and Chris Gonzalez to like Islam Akashev and like Rafael Faziv and like these other studs, like even Charles Oliveira, Marcel, I think that's a bit of a step up. You know what I mean? Like, it definitely is. He's, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's really fucking good. And he's obviously got a good team, but. I don't know. I'm not completely sold on him being the best lightweight in the world. He's good, though. Um, the Alexander Sadley guy, you picked him, Marcel. You were confident in him gets the body kick win. Mm-hmm. Weird fucking finish. Let's yeah. talk about this for a second. So the guy gets... I saw that well. I saw the body way, yeah. So, yeah, so Sadley, he kicks Seab in, in, in the stomach, and it was a legal kick. When then on the mm-hmm. way down, he hits him with his like heel on his cuff. Yeah. And Jason Herzog's like, okay, timeout, right? Like, he got hit low. And they're, they're yelling at him, saying, hey, you got hit in the stomach. He's like, I know, I know, but you also got hit low. So I, I, I was, like, watching, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like, does he get five minutes, or, like, what's going on here? So I checked, and I did I pulled a stopwatch out of my phone. It was a minute and 50 seconds between the time he called time and then ending the fight. So somehow he gets a partial timeout, but he loses by TKO. This doesn't make fucking sense at all. It's so weird. <laughs> Bro, how does this make sense? It's either he gets five minutes, and it was a low blow, or the yeah. fight's immediately stopped for a, a legal kick. Yeah. I don't understand how it's in between. I really don't get it. I almost feel like Jason, he's one of the best refs in the game, by the way. Jason mm-hmm. Herzog. I almost feel like he, he knew he screwed up because he knew it was a legal blow as soon as he you know heard from the from the quarters and maybe he saw the replay in the in the arena. The, I think they could see the replay. He probably knew right away. He's like, oh shit, like this is the legal kick. I have to stop the fight. Because it doesn't make sense you would get a timeout uh, for two minutes. When do we get partial timeouts in them? I this think doesn't make sense. I think you're actually saying exactly how it is, man. You know, he thought it was an illegal kick, so he wanted to yeah. give him time. But after when he saw it wasn't an illegal kick, yep. he, he knew we couldn't give him five minutes. So he was yep. like, hey, you can tell you can't. No, okay, yep. fight is over. But just because of the, the uh, interpreter and the translators taking so long <laughs> to talk to him, and they were taking his sweet-ass time too, Marcel. Like, Dude, it was like, come here, come here, come here. And then he he transla- uh, he, he uh, interpreted for interpreted. him, you know? And then he goes back, and he's finally sitting again. Come back. Come back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it was weird. It was a weird situation. I just don't feel like the proper protocol was followed. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, even like, John McCarthy's been refing sport for years, and I know we talked about it, but even he was a little confused about what was happening. Listen, mm. the thing is, they're, they're never, especially John, like, he's a he's a ref too. He's never going to go and, and criticize a guy like Jason Herzog, who's so well respected. No mm. one's going to, right? But I just, and I really like Jason Herzog, by the way. He's such a good me ref. Too. Like, to me, one of the best refs. I kind of feel like you screwed up here, Marcel, a little bit. You know, I think the fight should have been called immediately. Because I just don't, like, yeah, he did He did graze the cup on the way down, but the, the blow was legal, you know, and that's the, the the blow ended the fight. So the fight should have been stopped immediately. Or you give him five minutes to recover from the low blow. It can't be in between. That's my opinion. Um, Linton Vassal, Marcel, gets the rematch, gets the knockout in the rematch over Valentin Moldovsky. looked great. And then Michael Page, leg kick uh, TK over Goiti Yamauchi in the first round. I don't, man, that was nasty. So, any, any quick thoughts on those other fights? 
No, man, I haven't seen too much. But that, yeah, that MVP one was crazy. You know, um, you saw that egg on his, on his knee the moment he, he kicked the yep. man. Yep. Nasty, super nasty. But, yep. uh, yeah. No, you look, you look good, man. I mean, listen, I'm not an MVP fan, as you guys know. Like, I think he's overrated, but he looked good in this fight. For the 26 seconds of last day, his kicks were fucking nasty. I think Goiti is a good fighter. Like, I don't think this is like a freak injury thing. I think the kicks were landing. Like, it was a good knockout. Yeah. Prelims, Barzola wins. Marcel, Josh Hill, Canadian wins. Uh, his opponent missed weight by a lot, I think. Um, uh, Caspel, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he missed weight pretty bad, right, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, Khalid uh, Merlitalia, he wins. He's good. Um, I'm not sure whether the UFC ever cut that guy. He's really good. Uh, Yaji Magurov, he wins. He was an upset win. Laird Anderson wins. And then uh, Theo Haig is a guy I think is a good prospect. He won. So that's what happened. Let me get a couple other comments, guys. We'll, we'll finish it up here. Who stock dropped the most from UFC and Dollar UFC, good question. I think Peter Yan. I mean, it has to be, right? You think so? For sure. Yeah, for sure. First, real legitimate loss, in my opinion. And uh, the way how. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And Ryan Span, too, and Romanov. I think all three of those guys are stocks really strong. Romanov as well. Yeah. The Romanov. I think Span, too, Marcel. I really do because he's talking such, talking such a big game that he gets tapped out in three minutes. Yeah. Bellator, um, well, I mean, Benson's retired. He's not, I'm going to admit him. Valentin Moldovsky. Valentin Moldovsky, Marcel, because he was Go- a champion at one point. Goiti as well. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was a legit win, but just saying, the fight never played out, you know? I don't I know. I mean, he, he got finished within 30 seconds pretty yeah, much. You're right. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> he did. So, anyways, uh, I think that's it. Oh, yeah, growing up, we talked about him in the beginning. He looked bad. By the way, Glenn thinks he should have got the five minutes for the kick. Uh, I kind of agree with Glenn. Power Slap's been banned from TBS. Okay. That came out? That news came out? I know don't, that don't, don't make me happy, please. Don't make me happy. <laughs> I know that they put it on Rumble. So people are like, what's Rumble? That, it's, the fuck the thing is, um, it's a Canadian company um, that's based in Toronto. And I have a friend that actually works for Rumble, <laughs> funny enough. And uh, we're not like close friends anymore. We, 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 you know, we went to school together. He reached out to me last year. It's funny. He reached out to me last year, Marcel. And he's like, hey, I'm working for this uh, Rumble thing. It's like a YouTube, but like there's no... Uh, like I think it's just basically like anything goes basically, basically. And he's like, "You guys want to do your move your podcast from YouTube to Rumble?" And I was like, "No, because I don't even know what the fuck this is." Like, <laughs> so our podcast, because he was like, "We should guys should bring it over here." And I'm like, "No." So <laughs> that's what happened. Um, Romanov changed teams, gained weight. Yeah, he looked he looked bad. He just looked terrible. So the time is a little different now for me. I think right. My time yeah, changed. you guys had daylight savings. We yeah, didn't yeah, have, yeah. So we our time changed. So right now it's six p.m. my time, and it, it would be five p.m. right now, but we went an yeah. hour. Okay, let's you end this podcast. You rise an hour early, just like daylight saving style. That's you from the Bloodhound me. Gang. Uh, yeah, the bad touch. You know. yeah, I dude, I song. love that song. That's one of my, I love that fucking song. That, and that video is fucking amazing too. By the way, um, catch your hands down my pants, and I bet you feel nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you tell the ladies like so. Did you watch the Oscars last night? No, but I know the whale got the yeah. Got a... he, well, Brent, well, he's American, but Canadian parents. Brendan Fraser won the Oscar. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the whale. I need to watch it. But Darren Ar- Arfonsky, the director, directed one of my favorite movies of all time, which is called Requiem for a Dream. One of my favorite movies of all time. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It is fucking oh. amazing. That's okay. a movie you need to watch. I'm sure people in chat have seen that movie. One yeah. of the best movies of all time. It's Who plays in it? Are drug addicts. Requiem for a Dream. It's fucking. Amazing. Who plays in it? Which uh, Jared Leto, uh, Ellen okay. Burstyn. Marlon Wayans, I want to say, I think it was, okay. um, and Jennifer Connelly. Okay. I think they show her naked in it, Marcel. She might want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> she's 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 pretty hot. Um, we got hype in here. What's going on? 
Okay, yeah, let's finish this podcast up. <laughs> Went a little uh, off topic there, but that's okay. Um, Marcel, you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram, Big Marcel 24 me, Adam and Adam Martin. We're going to start the next podcast here in a minute, guys. We're going to start the uh, UFC 286 uh, preview. Can't wait to talk about this card, Marcel. So let's just uh, give me a second here, guys, while I get set up, and uh, we'll talk to you guys in a second. This guy knocks. I mean, it's one of the best movies of all time. You've got to see this movie, Marcel. It's fucking amazing. All right, we'll talk to you guys in a sec. Bye.